0: Alan Weiss, Uncomfortable Truth, this episode's on associations. You know, those things you belong to and afterwards you wonder why? I think sometimes that intelligence is in inverse proportion to size. Two people could do great things. The Wright brothers, Laurel and Hardy, Gilbert and Sullivan, Lunt and Fontaine. But once you get beyond two people, a committee is like a trainable imbecile. Very hard to get a lot of productive work done. And something as large as Congress, 535 people? Well, 99% of all associations I've encountered are poorly run. That's right, 99% are poorly run. The best people in the associations, that is the best people who are members of the association, really don't have the time to take on leadership roles. They're running successful businesses, successful practices, successful enterprises. So they don't become the leaders. Usually, people with a lot of time on their hands, if you know what I mean, become the leaders. Is that always true? No. I said 99% of the time. Hell, I was president of the New England Speakers Association, but then again, I'm in the 1%. And so you wind up with mediocrity. The person I succeeded as president of the New England Speakers Association had never given a professional speech. He was never paid to make a speech. And so I wouldn't consider that the right person at the right time. Leaders are uh, in these roles and generally are in the roles to get visibility and to get power and to be seen and to get business rather than help other people get business and be seen. The Institute of Management Consultants, where I belong for ages and where uh, I once served on the board and is declining significantly in these past couple of years, chapters closing, all kinds of internecine strife and warfare, we used to say that their goal is to make every member as successful as their least successful member. There seems to be an immune system, a rejection of great talent and great success because no one wants to say that someone's doing better than they are. And so they all go to the lowest common denominator of mediocrity. Volunteers, by the way, in these associations don't get a buy. They don't get a pass. They don't get an excuse. You know, you can be a volunteer and be professional and accountable Somebody told me once where I was speaking for an association, they were just a volunteer. Don't expect them to do anything. And I said, just because you're a volunteer doesn't make you an amateur. Either get it done or get out. Committees, to whom I referred so to which I referred so lovingly before, are only as strong as the weakest link. Only as strong as that person who doesn't want to cooperate, doesn't want to collaborate, doesn't want to share. I was on a board of a shelter for battered women. About uh, 12 board members. And the chair changed and the next uh, chair uh, happened to be a lawyer. And it was about my fourth or fifth meeting, I guess. We met once a quarter. And I learned uh, during this meeting that one of the women who was a board member was trying to sell something to the association, to the shelter for battered women. And I said to her, you can't sell something, your services to the board here. It's unethical. You're a board member. And she looked at the attorney, the board chair, and the board attorney, attorney said to me, why do you think we're on this board? We're on this board to bring business to our respective companies. After all, we serve for free. And I said, if that's your philosophy, I resign right now. And the guy next to me stood up and said, I resign. And the two of us walked out. And I'm sure the rest of them, the other 10, went on selling their services like that. To call it unethical is to be light. To call it amateurish is to be serious. Association management tends to look out for self interest, not members. They tend to look out for themselves, perpetuating their power and watching out for themselves. I was speaking once for a large association and uh, I got to my room doing this for free as a favor, pro bono. And the room's not set up right, it's not set up at all right for the purposes. And I said to one of the association staffers, I need help in here to change this, it won't be successful. And she said, you can't expect special treatment. I said, what I expect is professional treatment. So I got the hotel staff to change things around. You find this all too much. There was a guy named Devaney who stole from me. Uh, this went to uh, you know, the Legal Beagles and he, was, uh, he had a cease and desist. And he took whole sections of my website and of my collateral material and so forth and so on and reprinted them per uh, verbatim uh, and just used his name instead of mine. He had all kinds of excuses. My lawyer said it was the worst case of plagiarism he had ever seen. And so he belonged to three associations, all of which he was either president of or president-elect of. Can you imagine? And so I went to the Institute of Management Consultancy, the aforementioned uh, Institute of Management Consultants, and they acted nobly. They threw him out immediately. They saw the evidence. I showed him. I showed them the court doc, the legal documents. They threw him out immediately. Grounds for expulsion. I went to the National Speakers Association chapter, and they hemmed and hawed and hemmed and hawed. and I finally went to the board. I was not on it, and I read them the riot act, and I said, I'm successful and powerful. If he can do this to me, he can do it to you. Is this really what you want for your membership to have to undergo with him as a parasite stealing their stuff? And so they decided to kick him out. And then I went to the American Society of Training and Development at the time, ASTD, where he was president-elect or president. And I said to them in their, their uh, chapter, look what happened here. And they said, well, it's none of our business. You know, Chris is our guy. He's our president. So I went to the National in Washington, the national organization, and they said the most remarkable thing. Well, we have aspirational ethics, but we don't enforce them. Can you imagine? We have aspirational ethics. We don't enforce. In other words, criminals are fine. Commit a crime, you're fine you don't choose our aspirations, you might have different aspirations. You can't make this stuff up. Associations tend to live on smile sheets and tasks. You know, how are we doing? Give us a rating and we'll put out a monthly magazine and we'll have an annual convention and that's it. But not better business for the members. Conventions and magazines are inputs. They're tasks. They're, they're activities. But what about the average member's business increasing? That's not what they're about. The default for associations is tactical, it's not strategic. You know, instead of worrying about how to raise money for their cause, whether it's a disease or a charity or an arts group or whatever, instead the board spends time arguing about whether they should serve chicken or veal at the dinner, which is none of their business. Says an, an incestuous elitism at work. An in in incestuous elitism. You know, you go to these association meetings and people have 10, 14 initials after their names. Alphabet soup of initials. They have name badges in different colors, which explains their longevity or their rank or whether they can walk on water. They have ribbons trailing down their chests as to how many special merit badges they have. They have special tables for themselves where other people can't sit. Why on earth would anybody think they can profit from belonging to that if you're not part of the in-crowd already. But they have a marked inability to move fast, to innovate, to create. They do create self-serving awards, which they give out to themselves, a kind of inbred elitism, and they become tribes. Not communities, they become tribes. They worship at their own totems, your forests are against us. And they create bland herds of people, no differentiations, no distinctions. And so I ask you when you look at the scarcity of your time and how to apply your energy, never mind your dollars, with whom do you really want to hang out? Think about it. That's the uncomfortable truth. <laughs>